Do you catch yourself using control as a way to manage your anxiety? My anxious brain likes to tell me lies. I catch all kinds of these lies, like, if I don't do it, it won't be done right. I can't ask for help because I should be able to handle this myself. I'll rest after I take care of everything on my to-do list. If I give this person this one thing, then they'll run all over me all the time. What happens next, anxious friend, after your anxious brain tells you lies like these? Does it try to solve these problems, typically by offering use of unhelpful coping mechanisms like controlling behavior? If this resonates with you, friend, stick around because this episode is for you. Hey, are you a high achiever who struggles with perfectionism? Do you get stuck in the cycle of overthinking? Do you do everything for everyone else because you think otherwise it won't get done? Do you feel like you should come with a disclaimer? Hi, I'm anxious. (laughs) Hey, I'm Katie. Full disclosure, I'm not a therapist, doctor, or mental health professional. I'm just a career mama who also struggles with anxiety. For me, anxiety reared its head at the most inconvenient times, when I wanted to be present with my family, at those high-pressure business meetings, when I was laying in bed awake at night worrying instead of sleeping. I just wanted to relax and be able to have fun, and I know that you do too. What if you found tools to manage your anxiety? What if you knew how to enjoy life even though you are anxious? Look, it's time to put down that third cup of coffee and swap it for some lemon water. We're going to get control over anxiety so it can stop controlling you. Let's go, girl. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm battling a little cold. Tis the season. So if I sound funny, that's why. But I'm so glad you're here, especially after hearing the intro. Talking about control, I find, can be really uncomfortable for anxious high achievers. So I want to take just a minute here to applaud you, sweet friend. I applaud you for being willing to stick around, even when you're uncomfortable, because I believe that if you're willing to be honest with yourself and sit with your discomfort, that growth and relief are waiting for you on the other side of that discomfort. That being said, let's dive in. Today we're talking about control as a coping mechanism for when you're anxious, and three specific ways that you can let go. Does your brain tell you things I mentioned earlier, like, if I don't do it, it won't be done right? If so, then the fact that you've recognized this thought is step one for you. When you think thoughts like this, how do you feel? Do you feel scared or afraid? And when you feel those feelings, what do you do? If you're like me, you may use controlling behavior to cope with the feelings of being scared or afraid. Now, it may be hard for you to admit you're acting controlling, because being controlling can have such a negative connotation, as we see by use of terms like being a control freak. But I want you to take heart here, friend, and have a little compassion for yourself. Your brain is just trying to keep you safe, safe from what it's scared or afraid of, and use of control is just the coping mechanism it's offering you. So if you see that you're using control as your tool for coping with anxiety, what can you do? I didn't recognize until the last couple of years how much I had been using control as one of my go-to tools for coping with my own anxiety. But finally, I caught on to myself. I caught how I would completely take over work projects, not allowing for any outside help because I felt like if every detail wasn't perfectly planned and executed, 
then something terrible would happen to me. Or if I was following a certain eating plan and considered allowing myself a meal that was off plan, I worried that all of the progress I'd made would be completely out the window as if I hadn't followed the plan at all. And with my kids, oh my gosh, does motherhood make you grapple with control issues in a way like nothing else? I've caught myself sticking so rigidly to my plans at times that I don't allow wiggle room for my kids to be kids. For example, I have a certain schedule I use in the mornings to get ready, and if a kid wants to do something out of order, shock, right moms? You know what I'm saying here. (laughs) There have been times when that's the straw that breaks the camel's back, so to speak, and I catch myself snapping at my poor child because I no longer feel in control of the schedule. So what I want to do today, sweet friend, is share with you three simple ways I have used to allow myself to let go of controlling behavior when I have caught myself using it. Now, the first way you can let go of controlling behavior, which is so simple, it may be easy to overlook, is simply to take a deep breath. I love using a deep breath because it's available to you in just about any situation where you may catch yourself being controlling. It's quick, simple, and gives you just enough of a break so you can shift your mindset from controlling to one that is more helpful to you in the moment. Recently, my eldest was dawdling as I was trying to get the kids out of the house into an appointment on time. As we were transitioning from the house to the car, he wanted to stop and marvel at the stars in the sky. And I had a moment where I wanted to hurry him up and rush him into the car, but caught myself, took a deep breath, and realized we were running on schedule and also realized that taking a moment with him to gaze at the stars in the sky was much more important than rushing into the car. The second way that you can work on letting go when you catch yourself being controlling is to get into your body and get out of your head. This one doesn't have to be complicated or time-consuming. Go for a five-minute walk outside. Take a quick dance break. Do a couple of stretches. Just do something physical with your body. I find that shifting my body, I find that shifting into my body and out of my head can be the cure for most of the moments when I find anxiety taking over and turning to those controlling tools that I use to try to cope with the anxiety. Now, the third way that you can let go when you catch yourself using controlling behavior is to have a little fun. If you want more on having fun, go back and listen to episode 29. Again, this doesn't have to be big or time-consuming. Let's say that you're head down working toward a launch in your business and you're overwhelmed and frustrated with trying to make every little detail perfect and then your husband asks you to go to lunch and you snap at him that you don't have the time. Maybe that's your signal that there is nothing else you should be doing but taking a break to go have lunch with him. Find a way to infuse a little fun into the moment And this can be just enough to shift your mind out of controlling in order to cope with your anxiety. And doing something fun may just relieve your anxiety a little bit too. So to recap, three ways that you can let go of controlling behavior are to take a deep breath, get out of your head and into your body, and have a little fun. That's all for today, friend. I hope you found this episode helpful. Before we go today, I'd like to invite you to join my free Facebook group, I've created the group as a place where high-achieving women can come together to support, encourage, and be around each other. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thanks for being here with me today, friends. I look forward to talking with you next week. 
Hey friend, thanks for being here. Did today's episode help you feel more in control of your anxiety? Did it inspire you to rest or relax? Or maybe it challenged you to really look at why anxiety is a part of your life. If so, I'd love to hear from you. If you would take 30 seconds, pause this episode, scroll down in Apple Podcasts, and leave me a review, I would be so grateful. See you next week. Disclaimer, I am not a medical professional and this podcast is not providing therapy or medical treatment. Contents of the podcast are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult your healthcare provider with your health questions and concerns.